get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to episode 20. I feel like. Man, it's just crazy we're at 20. Yeah. Yeah, so welcome to the 20th episode of the What Up The Podcast. I am Otis. And I'm he, Mike. And he is Mike. No switcheroos and nothing like that this week. Still Mike. And, uh, man, I'm just happy to be able to, to do so many podcast episodes, to be able to have the, 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 the success that we've had. And shit's been great. I'm happy. I am, too. It's a welcome, uh... Welcome release slash break for me during the week, and weeks are pretty hectic, so I need these times to chill, talk shit, have a cigar, have a drink. <clears throat> Man, it's like I had a cigar earlier when I was watching the um, watching the Lions game, and I was going to have some to drink, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be drinking tonight. I'm like, no worries. I'll just wait. Speaking- I- no, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, because I know like, if I started drinking early, like noon, one o'clock, I would have been sluggish as hell, and I know I was going to the movies today, so I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'll wait. I had some coffee and some ginger ale. You said you knew you was finna do something, and I just tweeted earlier that I don't know how I would explain finna to somebody. Finna. Because <laughs> I tweeted that, uh, did you see the tweet I said about... Uh, about trying to explain what finna was? Yeah, somebody at, the, at Belle Isle said, like, the daughter was like, yeah, daddy, when they gonna open the giant slide? He's like, they finna too. Hey, Fentu. I was like, Fentu. I'm like, and it's like I knew what it meant, but I'm like, how do you explain that to somebody who don't to. know? That's basically what it is. Because like, I was like, <laughs> like, how does it, how do you, de- how do you devolve from the idea of like, I'm about to, to I'm fixing to, to I'm finna, like, like, I, I, I was like, too, I don't know how to explain that to somebody. But yeah, I guess the for people who don't know it is based off of like fixing to. But Which I don't is, know how you get from fixing even to even fixing to the well, I and think fixing to in and of itself is like weird. Fixing to I think that's some some, some South Country shit. Um, it is. But then I think I think Finna was probably just a, a a loose pronunciation of fixing to just roll, rolling off the tongue. I, I would have, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, so I guess the official explanation is like fixing to is like a old southern thing, and then it, I maybe it came up north, and then like niggas just like, just stopped caring and just kind of like said I'm fixing to do something, blah blah blah, and just like I'm finna do something, and da da da, and it just went from there. <laughs> now, now I'm fin to like that's, <laughs> or no, they fin to like I'm I, fin to. Like that, the, which is another shorter version of it, I think. Exactly, it's like it just keeps devolving and devolving. Like, okay, it starts from they're fixing to to they're finna do it to they fin to. Is is ah fin to? Yeah, but that's where I'm pretty sure that's where finna slash fin to comes from. Ah, My girl too. don't like when I say that because ah, I do it. I do it strictly like as a way of making fun of the word. So like. 
She's like, can you stop doing that? Because I, I always do it in a way that makes it annoying. <laughs> like, I don't just, I don't, because I don't say it naturally. Yeah, I'm going to go to the store. Like, I don't say it, like, naturally. I only say it, like, the fuck with her. I'm, like, I'm, can you, uh, like, um, are you, are you about to heat up that, heat up that food? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, I just, <laughs> like, just because I know it's going to fuck with her. <laughs> I'm finna. I'm finna. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll do something like that. Like, I'll say it, like. I'll, I'll I'll make it even like shorter, like exactly like yeah I'm finna yeah I'm finna yeah I'm finna yeah finna do it yeah I'm finna too. <laughs> That's funny. Now do you do you okay yourself using that around Mike? No, because I only I only do it on purpose, just to fuck with her. So I don't use it naturally. So I, no, I don't do it around him. And I, if I you know if I did use it naturally, I'd make a conscious effort not to around him. So it's really I don't mean, mean him picking up nigga colloquialisms. Now. So it's, uh, so it's really just a fuck with your girl. Yeah, I, yeah. I only do it on purpose. Well, that's funny. Yeah, he don't need to pick that shit up. But so yeah, so we go we um as we do our every episode we do our um our unsponsored uh liquors and cigars and you know as always or. Most of the time, at least, Kessler uh, whiskey and... Um, it's been Kessler for like five, six weeks straight. We go get some motherfuckers to sponsor us. I'm emailing them this week. Yep. So, um, yeah. So we, got our, uh, we got our cigars as usual. I'm smoking one of my favorites, Tabac Especial. Uh, Tabac one of the best cigars in the market. It the is, market. man. And there's a lot of slander for a few cigars. And for y'all that don't know, a few cigars are ones where the wrapper kind of have a taste to it. So it might taste kind of sweet. And there's a lot of slander for a few cigars among the cigar, uh, the people who are passionate about it. But uh, the Taybacks are unslanderable. Like, they're, they're the shit. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to grab a few to take out for my homeboy's wedding uh, in a couple weeks. Just to... Because we're going to have a little cigar session. I want to make sure that I... Yeah, you gotta have your Steve, best. You gotta have your best. Exactly. Only my boy Steve is really up on cigars, so like I want to make do, sure that I present the best, the best shit when I when we get out. Any tayback would be fine for that. Now, yeah. now, do he do infused cigars? Because I've seen him post, but I've never seen him do any infused ones. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I would assume he probably does. I see. I've seen his. I want to say his wife has had infused on like Java ones, the ones I've seen on his Facebook page. That seems that seems feasible. I would imagine she probably. Had. I haven't um, I haven't seen him with any. I think I've seen Rocky Patels or some other other cigars. Which yeah. Rocky Patels is an awesome cigar anyway. So well, everybody's gonna have a tayback. Everybody's gonna have a tayback when I get out there next month, and um, I figure out what I want to do, and I'll give the the man who's getting married probably something uh a little higher end, maybe like a. Uh, Shit, nigga, take back fine too. Shit. No, yeah, yeah, but in addition to that, like oh, maybe okay. like a uh, uh, Liga Provada or mm. something, something a little. That's at least an underground. Yeah, so something a little fancy. Um, I want to. So we, you know, as, as always, have our Kesslers, and I'm a big fan of uh, Atwater Brewery. It's a brewery here in Detroit, as far as beer, and they have a beer called Dirty Blind, which is a really good beer. And so I grabbed a six pack um, a couple of days ago at the market when I was grocery shopping. And as I go in the house, I just grab a bottle out of the six pack case, and I get back, and it's not the beer I wanted. It was actually this Grand Circus IPA, and this is trash. <laughs> 
But I said, fuck it. I didn't want to go back in the house, so I'm just going to drink it. Yeah, they have like, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a, a countrywide thing, but like a lot of times you can buy beer and there'll be a six pack in the fridge and then you can like take one out and buy it individually. So I'm guessing maybe somebody took one of the Atwater joints out and maybe the staff or somebody who, whoever took it out just replaced it with something else. This is, and then you just grab a six pack the, not knowing that you have one that was different. The shitty part about it is that this is one even in the, the cold section. This is a, oh shit! This this is, mind, yeah. No, this is at the this is in the warm the warm section. I was at Meyer, oh, and shit. this was in the warm section. So it wasn't even like you know you're at the liquor store and you grab a you know one yeah. out of the pack, which has got me really wondering that wondering about the action. Now that I think about it, I didn't even look at the other beers. <laughs> you about the whole yeah, I bought a whole yeah. So I'm like fuck, man. But you know whatever. It's beer, so I drink it. It's cold, so I'm not. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> I think that's I, what that's the criteria for a good beer versus a bad beer. It's I can, cold. I, so I can I'm tolerate uh, a beer that's a beer that I don't like, as long as it's cold. Yeah, I, I pretty much drink any beer. I might not like it, but I'll drink it anyway. So I'm not a big IPA fan I as a whole. So I wouldn't be a big fan of that. But I mean, if I went to the fridge and Grab the IPA by accident. I'm not gonna throw it away. I'm just drink it and just complain. But I'm still as, as I'm it. doing right now, right, right? Exactly. I'm still gonna drink it. So, whatever. Um, so it's a relatively slow week of shits. Well, um, I might as well hop into what I wanted to ask about. Um, whew, the past, uh, I don't know. I would say couple maybe like two years or so there's been a real uh there's been a real surge in bike riding as in bicycles uh or especially around downtown and otis rides bikes a lot i don't even know how to ride a bike so (laughs) i don't know shit about you and you've crossed the the great age of 30 yeah so yeah i don't know how to ride a bike but i know how to drive a car but, um, <laughs> that's all that matters <laughs> Right yeah that is all that matters Cause it's not like a bitch gonna be like I'm not gonna fuck you cause you don't know how to ride a bike But they won't fuck you if you don't have a car So <laughs> I just like I just to ride a bike but, yeah fuck but, it I can still get pussy but, I mean, I, Right it's like I, I can still fuck your bitch uh, <laughs> I guess I, I always wonder though like I, Like Shit what was your childhood like did everybody else ride bikes you just like fucking you ain't want to learn how or how did that I came up in the age of um the popularity of video games so dude you're not that much like, you're not that much revol- uh, uh, and you know separated from me No yeah I know but like at when I was like what's the prime bike riding age when you first start to learn maybe like 6 years old 7 years old yep. when I was 6 years old like the Nintendo came out so, like, other kids might be, like, out, you know, saying, like, riding bikes still, you know, coming before the street lights come on, you know, that life, playing outside. I had a Nintendo, dog. So I was just inside <laughs> playing Nintendo, watching Ninja Turtles. Like, I just wasn't, I had way more video games in my life. So, I didn't go out and play. And I don't really, wow. I don't really fuck with other people. <laughs> so, I didn't feel like I was losing by not playing with other kids on a block. I was fine with coming home, doing my homework, watching Ninja Turtle, watching Ninja Turtles and He Man and shit. Because my dad would record, um, record my cartoons and shit. Like on the actual v- VHS. Yes, tape. on the VHS. <laughs> there was no DVR. Yeah, and I would watch 
watch my cartoons and play fucking Mario Brothers, man. And that was that was good enough for me. I didn't even know. It's not like I even knew I was missing out on something. So I spent my adolescence playing video games and watching cartoons. And before you knew it, I know how to ride a bike, and I was an adult. So and here we are. And here we are. Yeah, I'm 32, and I don't know how to ride a bike. Fuck you. You getting a bike next year, and we gonna fucking ride, ride out. I'm trying to ride. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna learn how to ride a bike before it starts snowing. Now I might not have one, and I might not be able to ride it during the winter. Winter, but I'm gonna learn how to ride one before winter hit. Well, well, for bikes to me, um, I, I, I I have it down in like five minutes. I, I learned I learned how to ride a bike. I was like six or seven, maybe eight. I didn't get a bike until I was maybe nine or ten. But I just come. I was on. mastering duck hunt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I probably had the gun on the TV at that point. Nigga, um, I was shooting the ducks from the dining room into the living room. <laughs> <laughs> duck hunt was one of. I the, was Clint Eastwood on duck hunt. The class, one of the most classy games. Um, but yeah, I've I've been riding bikes since I was you know younger, and once I got older, I always you know it was always a great a great form of exercise. So you know, riding you know. Miles and stuff never was a really issue, real issue. Um, the 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 first really long ride that I did was um, was it, it was a group downtown and it was. This when you were a kid. Which part? You said your first long ride. First, well, I take that back. I've had some longer rides in the neighbor in the, when I was younger. Um, I then you know you never really was counting like miles and shit like that. But, you know, we used to ride to different neighborhoods. Like, we used to, like, I stayed at, you know, Evergreen, Linden area. We used to ride over to, uh, like, Finkel and Telegraph. And it used to be, like, a, like a, a swampy area over there. And we would ride through, like, the little swamp areas on, like, the side of, like, the, like, where I think, I don't, it's not the Rouge River because Rouge because that doesn't cross that far. But it's a little swampy area over there. Over there. Oh, we would ride over to where, uh, like, Burt Road and Plymouth, where Rouge Park is and stuff like that. But, like I said, you never really counted miles. But when I, I think once I got actually older and started, you know, going different places, we would, uh, the, the, the longest ride I did where it was a group, it's a group called Critical Mass, and they, <laughs> they, they, they meet, they do rides on the last Friday of the month. So it was probably about four years ago. But it, mass sounds so gangster for bike It riders. does, and then it's just, dude, it's hundreds of people. Damn. So I get there, and a buddy I used to work with, um, named Pat. Pat was like, "Hey man, you want to go on this ride?" I'm like, "Cool." He know I ride. She's like, "Man, just bring your bike around six. So I get my bike over there, and I get over there, and it's over by uh, Wayne State. You know, Wayne State's a uh, baseball field, so it's like uh, like ninety four and Trumbull. Trumbull. I get over there, and it's like. Hundreds of people just standing outside waiting. So I'm like, cool. He's like, man, it's probably about maybe 10 miles. So I was like, 10 miles is a decent ride. You know, maybe about uh, 45 minutes to an hour. depending. If, and it's probably a little longer if it's a slower ride. So I'm like, cool. I get there. I had a pair of shorts or something I put on. And, you know, I just grabbed some shorts. I didn't even have a water bottle. I'm like, 10 miles, I could do that. Then get back in the truck, carry on my night. We get there, and there's people there, you know, with tons of bikes. People there dressed up in outfits and stuff, like, <laughs> like you know, costumes. And I'm like, oh, this should be costumes. Dog, it was straight costume. 
<laughs> Niggas dressed up as Lance Armstrong. It was this one guy <laughs> in this in this yellow bodysuit and shit. Like a neon like Kill Bill. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. <laughs> Why are you like, dressed like Uma Thurman, nigga? Dude, I was like, what the fuck? So we get there, you know, I'm like, cool, he gets there, we talk, and next you know we start riding. So we ride some there. Uh ninety four trouble area. We get all the way down. We start riding downtown. So we start going to different streets downtown. We cut past the Tigers, uh, Comerica Park. All right. We cut past there. The next thing you know, we on, uh, I think, Westbury Boulevard. We're riding that down to, uh, I'm sorry, maybe Lafayette. I don't know. But we're riding that down to, I think, whatever street Belal is at. Grand Boulevard. Grand Boulevard. We get on there, and we ride in there. And then next thing you know, we end up on Belal. Now, going around Belisle, it's like, I believe it's like six miles or something. So, we get to Belisle, we ride all the way around Belisle, and I'm like out of it at this point. But it's cool because a lot of people around, you know, you don't realize how far you're riding. We go from Belisle, we get off of Belisle, ride back down Old Grand Boulevard to Hamtramck. Damn! Start riding through Hamtramck, and then we finally hit the service drive in 94, and we're going back towards uh where we started next thing you know it's 25 miles later dog damn dude i was about to throw up (laughs) it was nuts man so that was the longest ride i've done um i me and my buddy kellen we rode from my career my uh, my old house was only like i'm two miles away we rode from there to downtown and back and that was like roughly like 19 miles or something like that um but yeah, so I've been an avid bike rider for a while. I like doing trails. Um, it's a couple of parks that has uh, decent trails and stuff like that. So, like I said, I've been doing it for a while. Uh, but I enjoy it. So, my question... My, well, I have a, a number of questions, but what I've been seeing lately, man, that pissing me off about bike riders, because, like, bicycle riders have been getting on my nerves lately, man. And, like, what I don't... <laughs> what I don't get is, like, why these niggas riding in the street, like... Like, you, it seems like they ride with this, like, sense of entitlement, like, well, I'm on a bike, so I have the right of way, so nobody can fuck with me. And, like, if you're going to ride, right, like, I'll see dudes who are, like, riding in the street, like, their cars and shit. Like, they want, it's not even, like, riding the right lane next to the bike lane. They'll be, like, in the fast lane or, like, making, you know, cutting across traffic, driving, like, driving, riding, like, mad reckless, right? And here's my problem with it is the logic behind it. Because I'm assuming that the logic is basically like, okay, I'm on a bicycle. I don't know if that's the same as being a pedestrian. But I'm assuming that they're working under the assumption that they have uh, some sort of a right of way. So that if something were to happen to them, that the person in the car would be in the wrong and that they would be in the right. What I don't get about that is like, okay, so if you get hit by a car because you ride in the street on your bicycle, even if you got the right of way, you still hit. So that's why I don't understand why you just ain't on the sidewalk. Because, and this is how I, I carry this kind of like, this mindset into a lot of different things. And the mindset is that like, even if I have the right of way, I'm not going to exercise it because I'm taking other people's stupidity into account. Right. So if I'm riding the street and I get hit by a car, I'm not going to be like, well, I had the right of way. I'm still hit. If I'm dead or if I'm crippled or something like that, I had the right of way, but I'm still dead or crippled. And, like, 
to put it in perspective, I look at it like, um, okay, say for instance you're riding in like a residential, not riding, but say you're driving in a residential neighborhood, right? And you know how if you're riding like on a residential neighborhood, when you get, you know, every few blocks there's like a yield sign or a stop mm. sign. What I do is if I'm riding a reg- residential neighborhood, I'll yield or stop at every block mm-hmm. because and the logic behind that is just as I got the right to go through because there's no sign right. that don't mean the person who's crossing is going to be driving okay so if somebody blew a stop sign and I get hit even though I had to right away I still got hit right. so I'm it taking don't matter, it don't matter if they were wrong you still your car fucked up yeah so I'm taking into account that somebody else might not yield or they might not hit their stop sign or whatever so I stop at every block so I don't get why bike riders out here Ride mad foolish just because bike riding is trendy and shit, and it 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 don't make sense to me, and that shit really irritate me. Another way I do it too is like, um, actually let me let me look because I, I forgot what the other thing was that I do. Um, oh, uh, this it's not it's not related to riding, but it's with dogs. So like, say if like usually if somebody got a dog right, and their dog kind of like is barking at you or. You know, acting wild, the person will say like, "Oh, my dog's mad nice. You ain't got nothing to worry about." If I if I'm like say walking down the street, right, and a dog runs up on me barking, crazy, looking like they might you know bite me or wild out, I'ma shoot the dog. Like, and <laughs> the dog gotta die. And my logic behind it is, I'd rather be wrong about your dog being nice. Like, say like, "Oh, they'd be like, oh, my dog's fine. My dog is cool. Then my dog is you know ain't gonna bite you." I'd rather assume your dog is going to bite me and kill it and be wrong and unbitten than assume, than like wait for you to tell me if your dog is cool or assume that the dog is cool and then get bit. So I'd rather be wrong about killing it and being unbitten than being wrong about assuming it's cool and then getting bit. So like basically for me, I'm just taking my safety into account. So I don't understand why bike riders are out here acting like they can do whatever the fuck they want because if you get fucked up, you got fucked up, whether you were right or not. I'd rather just not get fucked up. So I'd rather your dog be dead and me be unbitten than the other way around. I'd rather be safe ride my bike and unhit by cars, you know, people encased in a vehicle that's ton, you know, that weighs tons and be unhit and alive and not crippled than ride in the street just because I got the right to. Yeah. So I don't understand why they do that. Like that, that's really been fucking me up lately. Well, I think that down, downtown has made it a lot more accessible for bike riders, and I think at some point it's a bad thing just because you have people that's going to ride in the streets and you know not not care if you know about the cars. It, up until maybe like four or five years ago, I didn't downtown really wasn't bike you know receptive. You know, it it wasn't like it's really come on lately. Really come on lately, and so like now, if you ride anywhere, a lot of places downtown, you start seeing bike um, bike lanes as on the side and so forth. And when I started doing bike riding, like you know, as a excuse me, as an adult, there wasn't bike bike lanes, and so if you rode your bike in the street, you typically would ride on the opposite side so you can see the cars that are coming. But for me. I I rode in the sidewalk because I'm not trying to fuck with cars. But if I did have to ride in the street, I would ride on the opposite side 
so I can see the cars that's coming at me. I think they're just being assholes with it, you know, because I'm, I'm not riding on the same side. Like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't have a motor. I don't have a car. You know, I don't have bumpers to to protect me and shit. Yeah, it's just you. You're not the, the drivers are encased in, in cars. Like they're they're surrounded by a, a vehicle that weighs tons, and you that's just you. You're just on and the street is for fucking cars. The, the street isn't for for bikes. And also, I'm such an avid bike rider. I still think that you still need to use a lot more caution in riding the fucking street. That's just dumb. Yeah, dumb as fuck. My girl told me that she she thinks that it's she heard that it's illegal to ride on the sidewalk. And if that's true, like I would fight that law because I'd rather be on the sidewalk. And as long as I've been riding, I'd rather hit a pedestrian in a car. And as long as I've been riding, <laughs> I didn't. I've never known if it was illegal to be on the um, the sidewalk or not. That's something I really want to uh, research now. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, but I've never been the one to know if that was uh, illegal or not. But yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I think especially you know with the um, the slow roads and stuff like that. I've done the slow roads downtown and the ones they do every Monday. And they take up whole streets yeah. when they ride. I mean, and then they, they, it's funny what they do is that, you know, say you ride on the street, they get to, they're, they're almost like a funeral procession. They would <laughs> yeah. get up and they would get, they get to an intersection and they would block it off so the rest of the cars could come through and stuff. And I'm like, wow, I'm, that's just ballsy. What cigar is that? Uh, the Rocky Bacillo, oh, okay. 1990. Yeah, they're just ballsy as hell. I I personally wouldn't do it, but yeah, it, I think they definitely downtown has become a lot a lot of, um more accessible to to bikes. And I think it's a you know you you you're making you making it hard for drivers. I think I, you really don't want to frustrate uh, a driver with a, a somebody with a two ton uh, vehicle that could just mow your ass down. Yeah. So that's been fucking with me lately, man. I, I, was, I don't well, know. I hope that you uh, you get your bike riding on. Um, <laughs> I will once I learn just for the exercise. Soon, so you know we could next summer we could be able to ride. We could be able to beat those people in the street. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be. Uh, I want to learn just for the exercise and for like the transportation, just because it. I'd rather. I'd rather ride somewhere and get exercise and be able to travel than to travel and just have to sit there. So bikes work out for me. It's it's better. So I think Otis is pissing. So uh, I'm gonna light this crack right quick. But um, so yeah, that was a that was a question I had because bike riders been pissing me off lately. Um. Now, tell me this. Are you close enough to work where you just walk or do you have yeah. to drive? No, I can walk. Now, will biking make it better or you just rather walk? No, if- I can walk. It's like across the street. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ride a bike across the street. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm good on that. So, um, another thing I want to touch on that... Shit. Another thing I want to talk about that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that you caught yourself. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I like touch on because it's like I don't know. There's some you talking about with subjects, but then like I don't know. I said touch on, and then and then Kevin said something like pause, and I was like, oh wait, yeah, touch on. This sounds kind of like touch on. Pause. Yeah, I don't want to touch on nobody, but um, well, no, I don't say nobody, but I want to touch. You know, within touch re- on is weird. Within reason. Yeah. yeah, but um, another thing I want to talk about is um, I've seen a lot of oversharing on social media. 
And what I mean by oversharing is kind of like, I don't mean like in the sense of like sharing your uh, most intimate shit, like in the sense of like somebody tweeting like, oh, I just masturbated to something. It was epic. You know, nothing like that. That's weird too. But like, I've seen a lot of people lately like almost like live tweeting their personal tragedies. And that's kind of been fuck with me lately, man. Like, I've seen, like, people, like, live-tweeting, like, family members dying or in the process of dying or family members in the hospital and shit like that. And I'm kind of like, why are you tweeting this? And why are you tweeting it, like... (laughs) I've seen somebody who posted updates about a family member in the hospital, and it was like... Updates that were kind of like what you would say to your family, like if you're giving your family updates, and they posted it on Facebook. I'm like, it almost seems like an attention getter. Like, why are you talking about this serious shit? Like, okay, today so and so, blah 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 blah. Like, say it's like, I'm, this is a make believe scenario, but like, say like, oh my my mom just uh, took a turn for the worse. She's not breathing now, and now she's on uh, life support and blah blah blah. On Facebook. And I'm like. That's really intimate to me. And it seems like. That's something you could just text your family members. Or call your family members. The people who. Who care. Because I mean like. When it really boils down to it. It's like. I don't know you like that. So I don't really care. And I don't want to see that depressing ass shit. On my Facebook feed. Yeah. I, I see It that. seems like an attention getter almost. I, I don't. I don't get why it's become so popular. I remember seeing a. It's, it's a Facebook friend I have. And she's. Her mom. And I know this because she posts all the fucking time. And it kind of just goes with the story. Her mom... I don't know her, her mom's medical issues, but basically she was in and, a ho- in and out of the hospital for like a good a good two, three weeks. And it was like minute to the minute statuses of, you know, her surgery. She's out of surgery. She's at home. She's sitting up. She can use the bathroom now. It's like, come the fuck on. And uh, what, one thing I, do, I don't like about the sharing of social media with that is because you don't you haven't contacted your actual family to let them know of certain things but it's on social media. Yeah. And even if you have contacted your family, your Facebook friends probably don't care. Well you yeah. might have some that care who mm-hmm. aren't like close, close family members but who are like maybe distant relatives or something like that who might care. But still, like, you can still contact them directly or message them or something. Like, putting it on Facebook as a status kind of feels like an attention getter. Like, you you in it for, like... Like, a lot of times when I see it, I feel like they're in it for the comments that are like, Oh, my God, I feel so sorry for your family. Oh, I feel so sorry for you. I'm praying for you. All this shit. And, like, it seems like that's the purpose is to get the likes and the comments and shit. And I'm like, why are you exploiting your family members' tragedy... For like Facebook comments and likes, it, it, it's it's crazy. I think or Twitter. One uh, a, a few years ago, my uh, my dad passed. I was it wasn't on social media before when it happened, but I I was starting to get calls about it from people that I didn't hadn't talked to in like years. And the problem was that you know I found out about my dad passing like in the late late a.m. but you were out with me huh? that night. No, 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 no. This is this is a this is during the day. This is the early part of the day for my dad passing. I don't know if I. 
was that with you then? I found out during the day at home. Um, I feel like maybe you found out during the day and then we went out that night or something. I like think that. I went out. That, I, didn't I know even, you were out that night. I went out. I went out. I went out that evening. Um, but I found out during the day, and then I had people text sending me texts like, "Hey man, I heard your pops pass." I'm like, and the, and the problem was, I mean, although it's just a this is a horrible situation, but the problem was my sister didn't know. Shit. And I had to wait because my sister was at work. And so I had to tell people, don't post anything because I wanted to be the one to tell my I want my sister to find out her dad passed from fucking online and shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, I had to try to rush to get to my sister's job to give her this super ass bad news before she found out, you know, from somebody random ass posting. And another weird thing is that people, people, anytime somebody pass and the person's on Facebook they want to tag them in their post and say hey you know such and such pass RIP like you know you give us some kind of reverence to somebody that's not even there and it's not even about them it's about their family and stuff you know Yeah. so I had to like rush to my sister's job and you know make sure she knew before anybody else told her and all this super shit and I say that <laughs> I say that part and then I had this weird thing of Whenever I do see those statuses, though, of people, I'm always figuring, I always want to know what they look like. So I'm always on some, like, dead person's page trying to, like, I don't know what it is, dude. Yeah. But I always do that shit. Like, I was shit today. I was looking at somebody posted something. Because it happens all the fucking time. You know, someone someone posted somebody past and they, they tagged a the person. So I'm always looking to see if I knew the person. I'm looking at pictures and shit. It's weird as fuck. Yeah. I, I just... I don't. I don't know why I do it. I hate. I I hate the same shit that I look for all the time. It's 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 horrible. (laughs) Straight horrible. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not a big fan of people. I feel like they exploit. Like I said, I feel like they exploit the the family members' tragedy for like Facebook likes and comments, or like just so they can receive the condolences. And I'm like, just don't, man. Just I don't even understand how that shit is even on your mind at that moment. Like, if that happened to me, like, I wouldn't even be, like, it's a I wouldn't over, even be on social it's media, a, much it's, less it's a over, looking for it's a over, we I think we're in an era of, like, oversharing. Oversharing is, like, re- retarded, man. They People just post so much stuff that, that didn't need to be posted. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I've been seeing so much of that lately. And, like I said... It, what I've seen, I, I, I would like to talk about specifically, but I don't want to, like, say nothing that, that's going to out people that I know. But, man, I've seen some crazy shit. I hate every year, ever since my dad passed, one of my cousins, she she posts to his page. Because me and my dad is for Facebook friends. He had just got on Facebook. But he, don't, he, didn't, he didn't use that at the time. But one of my cousins, she posted there, and she tags him every now and then. Like, hey... Hey, Uncle, uh, you know, thinking about you. I'm like, oh, you don't got to do this. Man, that's... It's, it's yeah. so... And it's like, you know, I, I, I get, you know, you may have decent intentions, but I don't want to have to see that shit all the fucking time. Man, I, it just, it annoys the shit out of me. There's no... What's, what's the point in it? Like, there's no... It's no point because you no can... There's no point. You, Other you, than, you, like you, I said, the only point is for the sympathy. Because you can privately mourn someone and, yeah. you know, do whatever you want to do and not have to, like... Post on social media and stuff like that. It's but. an attention getter. Like, hey, look, I'm grieving. Like this state, like this status, because I'm grieving. 
Like, there's no point to posting something like that on Facebook. Yep, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, I don't think if something like that, if something tragic like that were to happen to me, like, it would not be on Facebook. Like, it just wouldn't. Because I'm not out here to get get Facebook sympathy. No. I mean, the uh, uh, only thing that, that Facebook can be good for is spreading news. Like, you know, getting information out. But other than that, it's like... Even then, you- I'd probably send it in a message or something, man. That's just tacky to me to put it on Facebook like that. Hey, everybody, my dad died, just so you know. Like, that's, that's tacky, man. Just tell the people who are relevant to you. You don't got to tell everybody. Well, I will say, that, and I, I, and I say because I know I've done, I did, once I actually talked talk to my sister, it's, it's one of those things where it's so easy to to mass get it out versus having to tell the whole story over and over again. Hey, it's done. You know, I don't have to talk about this shit no more, especially at least publicly. But you know, well, every, you can still mass get it out without making a statement. Every, 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 I guess every, I guess my thing is everybody has their own their own way of you know sharing uh, or mourning and all that stuff, and everything everything is different for everybody. But the whole tagging random people just died and all that shit. For the most part, I disagree with it. I, I don't really care for it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think it's kind of tacky. But um. Garden Owl sent us an email about, um, I don't know how long ago it was. I'm, maybe it was last week. I'm usually not very me. coherent during our podcast. Like, <laughs> I don't really remember anything we talked about. But she sent us an email about uh, use of the word cunt. And, like, apparently it's not that big a deal anywhere else. <laughs> it's like, it's just, I guess people I, here are I, I guess we just it. get offended a lot. Yeah, I guess, it's not, I guess it's not that big a deal. I don't think I've ever got offended else. hearing cunt, though. Yeah, I, I kind of... Maybe because I'm a guy, maybe I just don't get offended by it. But. I use it mostly because I know other people get offended by it. I, th- I, I think it's funny, so... I think it's, if you if someone calls you a cunt, you've done some shit that deserves being called. Because it's not... Cunt is not one of those words that's used in general conversation. You know, even... Even with women, they call other women bitches. Like, in, in a... A good sense, you know, a chick or call a chick her bitch, and it's meant to be well. I ain't never heard uh, a chick call another chick her cunt, <laughs> and it's been, you know, that's her girl, you know, that's her dog, you know what I mean? Cunt has always been used in, in some derogatory way, so there's no no great way to say, you know, cunt to somebody. That's always going to be offensive, and at least did. in our age, our day and age. And even then, like, a, a girl could, like, fuck another girl's man. And she, she'd be like, this bitch fucked my man. Like, I don't even think she would go as far as, like, this cunt fucked my man. She and might she, feel a way about it. Like, say, she's I might have went too far. You're like, ooh, ooh, she's <laughs> cunt. She yeah. is pissed off. Right, yeah. Like, like, that bitch fucked my man. You know, but, well, I, I never understand about, you know, the term, the even the bitch term is that, you know, you can have a woman to say, hey, this is my bitch. And she's talking about her girl. But, you know... A, a dude could call the chick a bitch, and it's totally fucking offensive. Yeah. Like, I don't understand the double standard with that. I mean, either bitch offensive or not, you know. So, if the nigga can call you a bitch, the chick call you a bitch, and you ain't tripping, you, I mean, you shouldn't trip. I, I, I guess. I don't put too much stake in double standards, man. Like, I, I just accept them for what they are. Double standard is a double standard. Ain't nothing we can do about it. So I just kind of let it roll off, man. It's 
It's yeah. just certain shit, certain shit that we can't do that girls can do. And I just let it slide because, like, like I've said before, and I'm sure on multiple podcasts in the past, there's a whole lot of double standards that work in a man's favor. So if there's a double standard that works in a woman's favor, fuck it. Let her have it. So, and double standards. So I think, like, every podcast that we have, it's always some some police officer doing some dumb shit to one of our people. Half of my people. Half his people. Yeah. And the latest uh, uh, the latest segment of uh, cop shooting niggas. <laughs> right. <laughs> In the latest, it is it has become like a weekly. Thing, yeah, it's like, like a weekly fucking <laughs> thing, man. This week's segment of white cop shooting nigger. So there's a video <laughs> going around of this uh, this. This trooper in South Carolina, he pulls over this guy. The guy is in like a gas station or something. So the guy steps out of the car. He asks the guy for his ID. The guy goes to reach for his wallet in the car. And he just gets riddled with fucking bullets. (laughs) I'm like laughing, but like it's not even, it's not funny. But I'm laughing at like, this is the world we live in now, man. Like, you that shook about a black man doing like, Anything that is just like shoot first. The guy, so the guy, you you see him reach in his car. He pulls back towards the cop. The cops already got guns pointed. He shoots the guy multiple times, even with his hands getting raised. He shoots a multiple guy multiple times, and then you hear the guy apologizing, like "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I'm like, "Why the fuck you got to be sorry? All you doing is trying to get your wallet." I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, the cop was doing the most, man. Like. Like I was telling you earlier, like on TV, on like a law show, they won't shoot you until you are like about to shoot them. Like you can have your gun in your hand and be saying, I'm going to shoot everybody in this bitch. And the cops will all have their guns pointed at you. Put your gun down. Put your yeah, gun down. like drop it. Just drop it. Drop it. Once you go to point it at somebody, then they put you down. This dude, like, it, like the video is like two and a half minutes long. Dude is shot like he didn't die. Dude was shot like like seven seconds into the video. It's like he gets out the car. The cop says, "Let me see your license." And he goes to reach like, "Let me get my license." He reaches in the car, and then the cop just runs up and shoots him. Like uh, it didn't go. I mean, it was like good twenty seconds in. It wasn't even you know. Uh, it wasn't even. He, they didn't have no conversations. All that shit. I just man. Cops like that didn't just be burnt alive, man. I think that's just <laughs> such bullshit, dude. Like, I, I'm i so so used to the process, and I haven't got put over for years, but when I was, I would have my wallet out already. I'm having everything visible so I don't have to fuck around and get shot because I'm trying to go for my fucking wallet. That shit's just dumb. And, and I don't know, understand why they're not trained to, like, deal with that shit. You know what, actually, uh, uh, Another aspect of this that ha- kind of has me get has me pissed off is I'm pissed off at the president, and I'm pissed off at the president not because I understand that Barack Obama doesn't have like this unlimited, just unbridled amount of power. I understand he can't just be like, I say this needs to happen, and then it, it has to happen because the president said it. But here's my thing: it's like if you're the president, right? You're the face of this country. You're the man who's in charge. If you see this rampant injustice going on a- across the nation. Can you at least, like, give a fuck? Like, can you... Like, I don't want to see him come on TV and give these canned statements about, 
uh, it's very wrong how uh, this individual was shot and we're going to do this to that. Like, I want to act, I want to feel like you give a fuck. And it's not about the fact that he's black and all the victims are black. As a man, like as a male human of integrity, to see this injustice going on and to not do anything about it really, really, really pisses me off. Because I feel like, I feel like he... He might care, like he probably cares. I mean, he is—he's—he's he's a black man. He probably cares, but like for whatever reason, I, I'm assuming political reasons, he feels like he can't just outright speak his mind. But it's like, dude, you're on your second term. You're not coming back. Like, do something about this, man. Like, say something. Like that—that's what I don't get. You know, you—you're not in the point where you're in an election year. You're done once the shit is over. You know, do some more. And that's why I think, you know, recently, have you, you seen that uh, Eric Holder retired? Um, yeah, what was up with that? Because that was a big deal, and I seen that he, he, he stepped down, but, like, why? Why did he step down? Um, I haven't heard of why he actually stepped down, and I don't think it really got into it. But I honestly think he's just tired of being Obama's fucking scapegoat. Like, when the whole Ferguson thing popped off, and... You know, Obama didn't do a goddamn thing about that, which I've already had a nigga just dip just because of that. And it's like, and my reason is that you know, although Ferguson is a local issue, it's an issue that's happening here, and and the police and any other you know people that are supposed to deal with Ferguson didn't deal with Ferguson correctly. You should be able to deal with that versus talking about anything overseas. I'm like, fuck everything overseas. I don't hear about fucking Egypt. I don't hear about none of that shit. Because we should be able to deal with the stuff on our land way quicker than we should deal with the shit across seas. That shit's just dumb. And I think that, you know, he just failed us. And I just can't wait till his ass is out of office. I cannot wait till he's out of office. Another thing that has me fucked up about that, too, is the idea of, like you said, like the Ferguson shit is a, a, a local story. I don't like that people are like using this as a as a way of talking about how we need to vote in our local elections. While that is absolutely true that we need to vote in our local election, this is not the time to to uh, make your point about how we need to vote. Like us voting in our local local elections isn't going to make white cops feel better about black guys. It's not going to make anybody be unshot. It's the same. It's not the same thing, but it's in the sim- a similar vein of how people talk about how, you know, this, um, like if somebody gets raped or something like that, it's like, well, we need to talk about how, uh, we need to stop talking about people who, uh, the people who make the argument about how, what was the person wearing and shit like that. Right. It's like make- they'll kind of go off into this tangent about, the things that um, that could prevent it, or all the th- all the the back shit about how it could, or what we could have done to make it not happen. And while all of that shit is relevant, that's not pertinent at this time. What we need to talk, what we need to fix, we need to fix the shit that happened. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. if 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 a black guy is getting killed by the cops or whatever, yes, we need to be voting our local elections, and yes, there's probably corruption going on in the the governor or the mayor or whatever but that's not why this is happening we're not black dudes aren't getting shot because we're not voting in our local elections don't use that to to get your own uh your own agenda across this is not the time to to push your own agenda this is the time to fix what's really going on and it's it's way 
it's it has nothing really it really has nothing to do with pol- political shit. No. Like voting in our local elections ain't gonna make white people like us more. Like, so I don't want to hear about. I mean, I don't yeah. want to hear about that shit. No, just, the, the, it's the, the same way that I want to hear about how President Obama don't have this unlimited power. Like, don't talk about what President Obama needs to do. We need to start voting our local shit. Blah 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 blah. Like, none of that has anything to do with this shit. The local shit has nothing to do with it because the local shit ain't gonna make white people like us more. And just in the same sense. The president not having unlimited power doesn't change the fact that he's the president and his he needs to come forward as the representative of our country and speak out against this shit. Like I'm not expect I'm not expecting him to speak because he's black and black people are getting killed. I'm expecting him to speak because he's a man of integrity. He's supposed to be a man right. of integrity and virtue who sees injustice going on and says this is fucked up. That's all I really want from him. Is to come out and be like, you know what? This is fucked up. We got racial injustice going on. We got white cops killing black guys for no fucking reason. Black guys are dying in a, at an insane rate right now at the hands of cops for no reason. And it's fucked up. I'm the president. This is bullshit. And, and that's fact, what I want to see from him. He, and, and the fact that he doesn't comment on shit at all is like so troubling to me, man. And I feel so. like he thinks it's a racial thing. Like, I can't say nothing because it looks like I'm just championing black folks. And it has nothing to do with black folks. It has to do with injustice and just wrong. Like, you can speak out against wrong. Like, you don't have to... It don't got to be a black-white thing with you speaking out as the president. You don't have to say, hey, I'm black and I think it's fucked up that other black people are getting killed. You could just speak out and say, it's fucked up that people are getting killed for no reason. And the fact that he's not doing that has made me... I haven't been a big fan of his presidency. He's done like a lot. He's done a lot of shit that I approve of, but he's done actually more shit that I don't approve of. And most of it revolves around him being a pussy. Like I don't like the fact that a lot of a lot of times during his first term, that he was trying to reach across the aisle and all this bipartisanship shit when it's been obvious the entire length of his term that Republicans are only living to thwart anything that he does. So his whole reaching across the aisle and trying to do his bipartisanship shit is, to me, was just pussy. Like, stop stop trying to work with them. They hate you. They're not. They, yep. All they want to do is fuck you up. Why are you still trying to work with them? So that irritated me. I feel like he lost a lot of ground on issues that he could have made more ground on if he wasn't trying to work with them so much. So... That, in addition to the fact that he's out here seemingly just not giving a fuck about these guys dying without good cause. I don't know what the fuck. Like, he's lost, like, so... He's lost so much credibility with me. Like, I'm not going to look back in, say, 10, 15, 20 years and think, like, the first black president was a dope-ass president. I'm going to look back and be like, he was mediocre at best. He happened to be the first black president... He was mad cool. He gave great speeches, which I know you ignorant niggas love these great speeches. As if these like dope ass State of the Union speeches and these dope ass press conferences where he he speaks well and he says all this really dope shit makes him good. But no, he's been like mad mediocre for his entire presidency. And it has nothing to do with him being black. It has to do with him being a mediocre president who, for the most part, has been pretty pussy. And I'm not seeing it for him at all. Like... And he's lost points with me ever since the Mike Brown shit. And we've had shit, probably like five to ten black guys getting shot for no fucking reason by cops. 
over the course of the past, I don't know, going back before Mike Brown, but, you know, like the dude who got choked out in New York, all that shit. Even going back to Oscar Grant. Like, there's been mad black dudes who have been killed by cops without good cause, and he ain't did shit. He ain't said shit. And because he thinks it's a bad political move as a black man to speak out against black people getting killed, making it into a racial thing, racial thing. And, like I said, as a man and as a man of integrity, you need to speak out just against wrongdoing. And it doesn't need to be some racial shit. And if you're going to pussy away from it because you think it'll be some racial shit, fuck you. Because you're not helping us out. And you have the ability to help us out and you're being a bitch about it. So, like, I don't fuck with him at all right now. He can give, like... And then he come on and give these dazzling-ass speeches and shit. Like, like being well-spoken is some reason for me to think he was a dope president. But I think that's the thing with... I think about black folks is that when you know Obama run, you know he got he got he got elected because black people came out and voted because and and they probably never voted before. Like people just wanted a black president. No one really cared the fact of his views or anything. All they knew that he was a Democrat and he was black, and that's all it took. And honestly, I regret it. I totally regret the vote. I wouldn't go that far just because the other options were far worse. <laughs> like, other, like I, I don't regret it just because it's like the I don't want to say the less. I regret it was the better. I regret it was the better option. I mean, he got in because it was terrible options at that time. Right. He was the better the better choice, but he definitely hasn't lived up to anything that I thought he would have. And when he was running, he kicked shit that I thought was great. Like one of my main reasons for voting for him during his first his first term that started in two thousand eight was I liked the fact that he said that he was going to improve our perception among to other countries, and I thought that like I didn't like the fact that the United basically other nations hate us, mm-hmm. and because we we want to police the world and we think that how we do things here is how shit need to be everywhere else, and because of the fact that we have this arrogant ass you know. The way we do things in in America is the way things should be done everywhere. I, I thought that I thought that was fucked up. So he he ran initially on the idea of improving the way we're perceived by other countries, and that was a big deal for me and vote for him. And he's really just been about the opposite of that. Like he's really been living like the same shit that I didn't want him to do, like policing other countries and sending our troops. To deal with shit that ain't got nothing to do with us. And all the shit that I don't care about. When all kinds of things are fucked up here. And he's improved like... I, if I, When I look back on his presidency. Because I'm, I'm basically just chalking up this second term. When I look back at his presidency. I see improvements in healthcare. Mm. And I feel like he, if he wasn't a pussy. He could have done way better with healthcare than he did. Like the initial healthcare thing that he initially presented I thought was dope but he gave up a lot of really good shit to try to uh, reach across the aisle and I thought that was pussy but what he did get out of his his healthcare shit is is a positive I would say he could have done better but what he got was a positive looking back on his presidency that's pretty much all I can say that I'm that he accomplished for the good was his his healthcare shit and that's it. Like everything else, I feel like he he was pretty much a pussy about it, and that's pretty much been like how I'm gonna look back on his term was he was a pussy. And like I, I don't I don't 
I don't like that at all. Yeah, I think healthcare was probably the biggest thing that he he's done. I just think that he ran on that real tough too. Other other than that, you know, I just I I got real salty when you know the height of you know drama happening in Ferguson, and we still had to share uh, a news conference with him talking about uh, Ferguson, and uh, I think it was was it Egypt. You just talking about uh, Syria or, or yeah. Iraq or ISIS? Or Iraq, I'm like sorry, that. Iraq. Yeah, I don't. I just don't get like why we had to share, you know. And it's kind of minimal, but it makes. I think it makes a. It makes a strong point that the 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 things that are happening on our own soil in Ferguson did not have the priority of anything else. I had I had to sit through twenty minutes of bullshit of you know in Israel where we have even we have. Police that are not, you know, policing the things they're supposed to do. And we had to do all that shit to find, you know. And he never even gave, like, he didn't say the shit he was supposed to say. And then you send Eric Holder to fight your battles when you, this is stuff you should do. And he didn't. And it just, you know, I don't know. It, it, it didn't sit well with me. It doesn't sit well with me now. Not at all. And I've kind of shifted my view on the ISIS shit. Solely because of the fact that they're like being very, they're being very blatant with what they do, and they're 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 really pushing the envelope with just cutting niggas' heads off and sending videos of it. Like I feel they like, should be, I feel they should be dealt with, but I just think that the things here should be dealt with as well. Oh no, absolutely! But like the first, right after the Mike Brown shit, at that time when the Mike Brown shit happened, he spoke on it. Whatever time after it happened, when he spoke on it. He spoke on ISIS first, and then he talked about the Mike Brown shit as an afterthought, and that pissed me off. Yep. Now, since then, ISIS has made three videos of cutting niggas' heads off. So, like, now I'm kind of like, okay, well, if he's going to, like, cut Americans' heads off and send the videos over talking shit and being You like, got to do something. Yeah, now I'm kind of like, okay, well, fuck them. All them ISIS niggas got to die. So, like, I'm kind of like, now I'm into the ISIS shit, not into it, but, like, now I'm... I see that as a priority just because they're being very, they're taunting us at this point. And he's in a tough position to where it's like, they're like, okay, if you keep fucking with us, we're going to kill, we're going to chop another head off every time you fuck with us. And then he comes on TV and basically says, fuck ISIS. And they're like, oh, and they said another video cutting a nigga's head off. So it's kind of like, okay, well, if you say something, they're going to cut a motherfucker's head off. If you don't say something, then you look like a bitch. So he's in a tough position as far as that goes. But still prior to that, I do still think the shit happening here needs to take precedence. And I still don't like the fact that he really hasn't emphatically come out about what's happening to young black men in this country right now. And what's happening to young black men in this country right now is appalling. And he's not. He's just not. Well, I guess my thing is why out about it. Why can't he have the same outrage at the same time about multiple issues? That's kind of how you know the whole your whole Facebook uh, fiasco about people caring about Mike Brown but not Robin Williams. My stupid ass. So it's like, why? Why can't you? 
why can't you have the same level of you know enthusiasm for both? Yeah, and I like I would even I would even accepted it if he would have had that same energy, you know, when he talked about uh, um, Iran. When you know when he talked about Ferguson, he didn't. I mean, he he never he he spoke so vaguely about the stuff that was happening in Ferguson. It was almost like it was just second fiddle, and that's how I feel he's been treating it. And so I don't know, man. I feel the same way. So I'm not I'm not right, gonna right. I'm not gonna feel any kind of way when his term is over. Like when his term is over, if he's replaced by a shitty Republican, then I'm gonna be like, oh, that sucks. But man, like, I really I really hope Biden runs, dude. I swear to God, I hope he runs. I man, but <laughs> I feel like Biden is like is <laughs> is it's, it's a weird terminology to use for an old ass white man. But I feel like Biden is a real nigga. Like, no, oh, he is. <laughs> I feel like Biden is <laughs> Biden real as fuck, dude. I swear I, I can do. If I, I swear if if I had a t shirt printing place, dog, I would put a picture of Biden on the shirt, man. I'm like real nigga for president, dog. He is one. Of, I think he has the he has the emotion that's needed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too. But so like, I'm, I'm. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm just kind of pissed about it. I, I. I just hate the whole. You know, when. When Obama was running for election, he said so many cool things that you know we went by and we just thought that would happen. And it's just not. It's kind of like I'm kind of frustrated on the local level, and this totally nothing to do with Obama. With Mike Duggan. But Mike, our, our mayor, yeah. when he was running, you know, he said a lot of stuff. The, the, the real thing that really sold me with Mike Duggan. Let me guess. Huh? Detroit Insurance. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I just paid for 200 something dollars a month for um, no fault. Right, dude, that was one of his biggest points that I, I voted for him for. Oh, can, can you explain the that though because we, we have more than just Detroit listeners so, All right, so explain what Mike Duggan said about uh, insurance so if you don't know Michigan um, and more specifically Detroit has the highest car insurance in the whole United States and it's been a problem for years I mean obviously cars are being stole and I mean, rates go up, whatever. But we've always had the highest insurance forever. So, when Mike Duggan was, um, was, you know, pushing for for the, for mayor for, for being mayor, you know, he really pushes this, you know, this concept of we having our own car insurance in the city, which would be drastically lower, and so forth. Now, Mike Duggan, you know, got elected, and ain't heard shit about this insurance at all. Not a goddamn thing, and that's and just he real. about it too in the state of the uh, city yeah. address too. After he got elected, he gassed it up even more, and he ain't said shit about it. And that was the biggest reason why I voted for him. I thought that was so. I remember live tweeting whatever it was. I think it was like maybe like the mayor debate or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember tweeting that, and I'm like, oh, that's. This Detroit insurance shit sounds great. Like, uh, that was the that was maybe the biggest reason I voted for him. Like mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck about anything else. I think anything else could have been worked out, but insurance is so. I mean, for instance, 
the the average house the average home in Detroit probably play close to I don't know four hundred dollars a month in car insurance for multiple cars. One of my good friends he pays about he pays six hundred a month for car insurance for two cars, fully insured, but two vehicles in the city, six hundred dollars a month. Damn. $600 a month just for insurance. That's crazy. So you're paying a car note worth of insurance and you're not getting nothing back from that. So if you got two cars that you're paying notes on and insurance, you're potentially paying $1,200 a month just to drive. And that's fucking insane. You're paying to... Not get a ticket. Yeah. Because if you get pulled over and not have insurance, you get that huge, you get like, a, that's like a $300 ticket. Yep. And, uh, what's the responsibility fees? Man. Thanks to that bitch grand home. Scratch it. Thanks to that cunt grand home. So many fucking <laughs> driver responsibility fees. Luckily, they're supposed to, um, Take out driver responsibility fees in 2017. But if you, if you still have driver responsibility fees until then, you're still going to pay them. Hmm. So, I'm frustrated with that. I I, I really want to talk to him. I really can't wait to his next kind of like community meeting or something where he can be. Because I really want to ask him that shit. I, I tweeted you him, tweet him about that shit. He doesn't respond to it. I bet he doesn't. Yeah, I bet. I just think it's one of those things to get people to vote for him. Yeah. Because I ain't heard shit about it. I ain't heard nothing about it. Me neither. So, I don't know. I just think it's bullshit. But whatever. Yeah, it's just been a big disappointment. As far as, like, he goes with the insurance. And as far as Obama goes with the... (laughs) Looking out for people not dying here. It's just... Man, this has been bad, man. I'm I'm ready to get a change across the board as far as uh, politicians and shit. I'm curious uh, when Obama's term is up, when he does does start doing interviews, you know, if someone got the nerve to ask him, like, you know, what the fuck happened during Ferguson? Like, why the fuck was you quiet? Like, what the fuck happened? I'm actually curious to hear about Eric Holder, once he leave, and to wonder if, you know, anything with Ferguson, because, I mean, this is coincidental, right after all the stuff with Ferguson, Eric Holder, you know, resigns when he was sent there to try to, you know, make make nice with everything. Yeah. So, who knows? But whatever. What else you got, dude? Uh uh-huh. I'm just thoroughly fed up. But, um... Oh, wait, no, we already talked about that. Um... On a lighter note... Thank God. <laughs> right. <laughs> on a lighter note... I heard you talk about, uh... The impending cuffing season. Okay. Because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> cuffing season is rapidly approaching, and, um... Can you explain... My understanding is just that in the summer, 
People are going out. They partying. Have a good time. The weather's good. You can date. You can fuck around. And fuck around isn't like fuck multiple people. You can, you can do you know, you. summer. Yeah, you having a good time. And in Michigan, when the winter hits and we get 10, 12 inches of snow and it's you need zero to- degrees every day, you need- you're not going out. And if you're a person who craves the uh, company of other people, if you're going to be home, you want to be home with somebody. So, cuffing season is the season in which you cuff yourself to a mate and you stay in and enjoy the winter together. So, do you have any cuffing rules? Cuffing season rules? I don't know it. I don't believe in it. I don't know what it is. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't... It's meaningless to me. As a single, if I was single, I wouldn't care. Like I, I don't. I've never even known cuffing season outside of Twitter. As far as I'm concerned, cuffing season is something that um, single women use to complain. And they'll find <laughs> something during the summer to complain about, and when it's winter, it's about cuffing season. And <laughs> there's season, always something to complain about. Cuffing season is pretty much something that men joke about because they don't care and that women talk about because they are lonely and sad. And being being lonely and sad is perfectly acceptable. That's fine, it's understandable, whatever. But uh <laughs> Cuffing season for women is like a real thing. It's very tongue in cheek for men, but for women it's like it's real, man. Like, they really are looking like, okay, like, legit hibernation. Like, I'm going to be indoors for the next several months, and I don't have a man with me, and I'm highly upset about that. I guess for me, when I was in the market of, of, of a possible cuffing seasons, that shit all runs together. You just hang out with who you hang out with in the summer, or you hang out with the winter. I mean, obviously in the winter, you may be, you know... In the crib a little more, but I don't get the event. Winter never really stopped me from going out. Me either. But even if it did, like I don't, I don't, I didn't look at an impending winter as like, oh shit, man, I'm about to have to spend the next few months alone. Because like if you was already, <laughs> like if you were alone before, I mean. What were you doing all summer alone? It's not I like it's, it's anything, not like you were with somebody in the summer and you anticipate losing them during the winter. And it's like, well, I got to find a replacement. It's like you've been single and alone the whole time. Why is like the winter worse? Like, just keep it moving. Like, I mean, just live your life. If anything, it might get it might it might get better. Yeah, in the winter, you get some cuddle dates. You get some sleepovers. But no, that shit can happen in the summer too. Fucking, come, man. Being single isn't something that changes with the seasons. It can, but it's not based upon the seasons. It's not like things are better during the summer. The cuffing season is just like a, it's just a term that people throw around. It's not like you think that was, things you change. Think, you think for that was a Twitter birth term? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think that's the thing that. I don't even think it exists outside of Twitter. I think it's a, a Twitter thing exclusively. You may be on the phone. I don't even think people on Facebook acknowledge it, aside from the people who are on Twitter who put it on Facebook. Well, you know, Facebook is like five years behind. True. So, 
it may be new now. It may come out in the next like year or so <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it may be. But I think something that women need to understand is that as a man, if I see a woman who is tweeting or Facebooking about an impending cuffing season and their lack of a man heading into it, it reeks of desperation. And that's not a good look for us. No, no, it's not a good look for you, I should say. Like, we're not looking at that. We look at that as a con. Like, if you, just like how women look at men in, in like, a, uh, in a sense of, like, if a man's, like, uh... Desperate or something? Uh, who lacks confidence. Okay. Because women always say, I want a man who's confident. I want a man who's confident. Confident, confident, confident. Who, you know, is feeling himself, giving him a fuck. We like that, too. We don't want to... And it's not even so much like men are going to be looking like I want a woman who's confident, but they're not going to want they're not going to want a woman who's wallowing in like this self pity. So like, and we see through it. Like we're not as bright as y'all. Like as a whole, men aren't as bright as women, but we see through that shit. And even if it's like subconscious, we can see the desperation. So if you are masking your desperation in this facade of like a tongue in cheek kind of commentary like oh it's cuffing season coming and it's funny ha 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 we can still tell that you're sad and desperate and it's not a good look (laughs) don't give a shit like if you don't give a shit about cuffing season and you just live your life we're we're more liable to fuck with you if you make posts about cuffing season and and mask your insecurities and sadness and loneliness and a tongue-in-cheek commentary on cuffing season we're not going to be like Oh man, this this she's so funny, or she's so cool, or or uh, I want to make sure that she's not lonely during the winter. It's not gonna happen. We're gonna look at that, and even if we don't consciously look at it like, oh, she's lonely and desperate. There's just an innate kind of loneliness and desperateness that comes with it that we can just we can just feel it. We just know. So and it's not a good look. We're not gonna come after you on that. So your advice for. Your advice for cuffing season would be to not acknowledge cuffing season. Yeah. My advice for cuffing season is to forget about fucking cuffing season. It's not a real thing. It don't exist. Live your life as you normally would. And you're just (laughs) as likely to find a man in December as you are in fucking June. If you just be yourself, you know, you can still go out. Just live your life. Don't act like... You know, it's you need to really like hunker down and like, okay, I need to really get my shit together because winter is coming and uh, winter is <laughs> coming. Shout out Game of Thrones. Winter is coming and I need to have a I need to have a man on deck because the more you the more you live that mentality, the less likely you are to find somebody because we could sense that just like there's a million flaws in men that women can sense, we can sense. That desperation and that loneliness, and it's not a good look. So the key to cuffing season is to not acknowledge cuffing season. Yeah, the key to cuffing season is to live your life and not acknowledge that it exists. Well, we talk about it tongue in cheek. Like a man will be like, "Oh, cuffing season's uh, coming, and I need some women to come through." We we say it in, but that never that never stops though. That's not like a fall thing. That's not a summer. Excuse me, a summer thing. 
Dudes just want chicks, period. Right. It's not a season for it. And we do it just as like an attention getter. Just like like a, a prime example of that is like Joe Budden. Joe Budden is the type of nigga that a tweet like, oh, cuffing season's coming, I'm alone. But Joe Budden is a Twitter nigga. Like, Joe Budden will have a cuffing season party. Yeah. Joe Budden will talk about cuffing season all year. Like, he... It's very tongue-in-cheek. Like, Joe Budden is... Joe Budden will tweet about cuffing season while he has three women in his bed. Like, and- it's not... And he would, you know, not change the sheet so her mascara would be in the same bed. Absolutely. And, like and he'll he'll invite a new woman into the bed while Joe Budden is like the epitome of Twitter nigga to me. He absolutely is. He's he's absolutely a Twitter nigga. But yeah, shout out shout out. No. Tip to the ladies, don't be desperate on Twitter or Facebook or in real life, because we can tell. There's few things that men can really uh, sense about women, but desperation and loneliness is one of them, and we don't care for it. Unless we're just trying to fuck you. Like, that, it'll work in that sense. If you're trying to get laid uh, in the winter, tweet your loneliness about cuffy season, and a man will see that vulnerability, and he'll, he'll come in like, you know, like a fucking superhero and shit, and act like he's there for you. So he can get some pussy. But if you're actually looking to find a man, you're wasting your time. And like I said, the key to it, not the key to it, but the main thing to remember is that we we know. We can sense that shit. We know that when you talk tongue-in-cheek about cuffing season and shit, we know all it really means is that you're desperate and lonely. And we're going to take advantage of it or ignore it. Ignore it. Sorry. Yeah. So another random shout out um, for the podcast is that I've been snacking on these pistachios. And. He's throwing them pistachios back like an elephant. Man. So. Jermac Pistachios is a local company. And the pistachios I love is the garlic flavored pistachios. These fuckers are so awesome. No, he's eating the shells. He's just like. Throwing them bitches back like it's fucking annihilators, man. And those fucking fuckers nerds. Are, I will say, they're good as hell. They're premium, though. Because that fucking bag, man, is like seven bucks, dude. <laughs> I ate one, and now I feel guilty about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, man. Like, oh. literally one. Not a, not a hand, but I ate one. And I'm like, that's a $7 bag? I feel like I should, like, <laughs> regurgitate it. First off, put it back. First off, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have put it on the table if I thought I didn't want to share them. Because they're that good. The what? only reason I ate one is because he's like grabbing like 40 at a time. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that must be the truth. Let me try one. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a big uh, Passaccio fan. These are definitely uh, some of my favorite ones. I'm going to give a preemptive pause and say that I'm a big fan of nuts in general. <laughs> 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 so if you, had to, if you had to choose your nuts, yeah. pause. So I, I, uh, I get that. I'm, I'm a big fan of nuts. Uh, I'm, I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Not gonna pause that. Well, I already paused it, so yeah. So in a uh, random sports news, we had to talk about sports. Um, our Detroit Lions is a three and one first in our division, as we should be, and we have potential to lose one of our best players next year. Yeah, yeah, not looking good. So Sue. Uh, Sue didn't sign this past offseason 
And um, news came out today that he's most likely to not sign and to kind of push for, you know, more money or better market and all that stuff. All I have to say is, well, I, I, that's not all I have to say. But <laughs> what I do, one of the more, more important things about it I have to say is that, I, if anything, I think it pushes him to have a great season this year, whether he's going to be with us or not. Because if he's going to be with us, it's going to be a push for us to get to the playoffs some more. And if he's not going to be with us, it's going to push for him to advertise himself to be able to go somewhere. You know, he just can't have a slouch season and want to leave. Right. You know, but he's such a he's such a good player that he's going to be able to command the money he does he wants. He, but he's going to have to be better than fucking JJ Watt because JJ Watt is having a hell of a season, dog. Yeah, good luck with that, dog. <laughs> good luck with be, being better than him. Did you see that fucker catch the uh, fucking pick six today? I didn't see it, but dog. I have him on a fantasy team where you can draft the defensive player. Really? Yeah. Are you got him? Yeah. I saw that there was a league where you could draft a defensive player. I drafted J.J. Watt. Like, somebody with sense. And work it out. That guy is fucking awesome. I mean, you got a six-foot, I don't know, seven guy, 300 pounds, fucking intercepting a ball and running 60 yards. Like, I would hate to have that guy chasing me for any reason. (laughs) Any reason. But, so far, man, we're looking like a good team this year. I'm really looking forward to the next couple of games. I mean, I think for the Lions, they have to win the game they're supposed to win. So today was definitely one of those games they're supposed to win. You know, next week they play the Bucks. I'm sorry, Bucks. <laughs> Bucks. Why the fuck Bills. are the Bucks? Bills. Week after that, we play. Shit. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota. After that. You pause, I'm like, am I wrong? No, I think you did Minnesota. After <laughs> <It> that, <is. laughs> Minnesota. And after that, we play in London. We play the Falcons. No, we play New Orleans. No, New Orleans. Then we play... Uh, Bitch-ass Falcons. Fuck the Falcons. I can't wait to play the You got to get that one. Just for Twitter bragging. It was right. all teeth fought. <laughs> yep. I never Atlanta niggas we follow on Twitter... Made that game extra relevant. It was funny because I have it's, it's cool people that I follow that's in from Atlanta and they Falcons fans and I never felt any way into dealing with Tiaz on 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 Twitter and now it's like I just hate the fucking Falcons. <laughs> right. Like everybody else is cool as hell, so I dealt with him. Now I just hate them ass. So. Yep. It'll be a good week for us on Twitter. You think we should make a bet again? Because we made a bet last year when we played the Falcons. Or was that the year before? That was, that was last year, I think. I mean, we made a bet on playing the Falcons and we lost. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to make a bet again this year. But... I feel more confident. I mean, I, I, I bet because I was just confident in my team no matter how ridiculous it was. But at least this year I feel more confident. I think he would be less he- I think he would be more hesitant this year. But I think... He, he would just do it just because. Same way we, we would probably just do it just because. Yeah, I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll see what happens. I want to see how we handle the Bills and the Vikings before I think about how we're going to handle the uh, Falcons. First of all, are you going to wake up to watch that game? That game is at 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, why not? Is it still Sunday? It's still Sunday. Yeah. 
I may not. I'm a kid. I'll be up regardless. I may not even see it, though, because I might be flying out to New Orleans. Or, I'm sorry, Houston that day. So, I might not even see the game. But I would love to catch that game. That Wait, that's the the New Orleans game, right? No, 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 no. That's the... Uh, the Atlanta game's the one that's in... Oh, fuck. No. That's the New yeah, Orleans that, game that's in London, right? No. New Orleans game is in the U.S. No, the, yeah, the New Orleans game is here. It's the... Falcons game that's in... That's... That's uh, in... In London? Yep. That's 20, 26. So. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. You got anything else up? Um, I have a random question that I was asked. Okay. <laughs> Is, uh, why do black guys... <laughs> no, it's, it's it's lighthearted. But why do black guys like walk and rap? Like, <laughs> if you like listen to like music and shit, or actually, when I see it, they're not listening to music. They're just like walking down the street. This is a question I was asked. Why do black guys just like rap? Like, just be walking and rapping? Like, they're not listening to no music. It, it's not like their own rap. Like, they're like me, like walking down the street rapping a Rick Ross song or something like that. Dude, I see it all the time, and I don't. I still don't get it. I see it all the time. I see guys like uh, walking down the street, like not just rapping, but like they'll rap whatever song that they they won't be listening to the song. They just be rapping it. And there's guys who will like you know what I don't like is the guys who play their music out loud on their phones. I think the 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 people that play this song on a speakerphone. That's probably the most annoying of anything. Not, I think that's over. That's much more annoying than the people that actually rap. Like, I don't want to hear your shit. Get some fucking five out of earphones. Earphones are real cheap, dude. No, you can get headphones at the gas station. Dude, if you want some really good, cheap earphones, you can get... Damn, what's the company? Um, Man, I hate that. During the end of the podcast, I don't fucking drink all the stuff I want to drink. And then I just fuck it. I mean, I don't think my memory is great when I'm sober, but... We drank all the drink. We smoked all the cigars. Right. By an hour and a half into the... And we start, like, maybe, like, two hours before we even start recording. So, like, <laughs> an hour into the podcast, we've already been drinking and smoking for three hours. <laughs> like, I feel like I should think of all the things I need to think about. My brain cells are dead. Yeah. Um, shit. You say there are many of headphones that are uh, really cheap that you can have versus walking down the street with your speakerphone on, listening to your old bullshit ass music. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that shit, and definitely nobody wants to hear your ass rapping. Dog. That shit look crazy, man. You like you ain't got like you are like legit handicapped. I'd rather just hear your fucking music than hear you fucking <laughs> right. <laughs> Also, um, do I want to talk about this? Yeah, let's talk about it. I've been putting off this one topic for like, <laughs> like ten weeks. <laughs> and, you, and you come through with a hundred, uh, an hour and twenty six minutes to sit back. Eh, well, we'll see what happens. Um, what you think about? Uh, I'm gonna let you start, so that way, if you say something crazy, I can kind of like fall back. What you think about? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you about to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I kind of like having topics 
And I can have topics where I say, okay, let's talk about this on the podcast. Let's talk about that. But then sometimes I have topics that I kind of, like, keep in my back pocket, like, because I want to get, like, a natural reaction so you ain't prepared and shit. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about natural hair Twitter? <laughs> he was taking a drink at the time, too. I was like, let me, let me throw that out there. Let me, like, let me throw that underhanded uh, softball right, so pitch while you're taking a drink. Let me explain. Natural hair Twitter. So... Natural hair Twitter isn't even really a thing now. Um, it was a thing years ago, and the only problem I had with natural hair Twitter was that it was just everywhere. When natural hair became super popular, every fucking chick was just like every black woman had some kind of natural hair thing to say, and it was just rampant. And it was before you had apps that you could like mute stuff because had say natural hair, you know, became a phenomenon like two days ago, I would have had filters for days and I would have been able to take <laughs> all that shit out. And it's not necessarily because of natural hair because I can appreciate women of all different hairs, whether you got permed out or you're natural or whatever. But then, you know, you had extremists that, you know, felt that a woman that had natural hair was better than a woman that had a perm or all this super shit. It was just yep. dumb. Like, and, and then I guess the, the degrees of natural hair. Like, and I guess my question was, what do you deem natural? Because you can't tell me you natural hair if your shit blonde. <laughs> like you don't use something in your hair. If you're a black girl, you're yeah, black, a black, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a black, obviously, be yeah, a black woman. So you say your your hair. You know, you you natural hair, your shit kinky and blue. Like, <laughs> what the fuck did you do? That shit ain't natural. Natural will be just nothing. Right. The elements, you know. So, you know, and then it was, you know, women that have been using perms since they were six. Now y'all want to clown women who use perms. Now you decided to want to cut your hair bald and want to start over. And now your shit natural. No, your shit nappy. Your shit nappy hair. It ain't natural hair. <laughs> nappy hair Twitter. Yeah, it's nappy hair Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You, you're talking about natural. No, bitch, yo. You started something new and, you know, you wanted to go through that and I get it, but your shit ain't, your shit natural by, it's not by choice. Your shit natural by shit. Whatever the fuck's going on upstairs, upstairs with it. Yeah, my problem with these natural hair bras on Twitter, and yeah, I said bras, fuck you. My problem with the natural hair bras on Twitter is the arrogance. Like, you can't just have your your natural hair and just live your life. You got to have your natural hair and act like you better than everybody else because you are more in touch with your roots and shit like that. Roots in like more ways than one, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't like the natural hair bras that act like because they got natural hair, they're more black than black girls who got permed hair or some shit. Like, bitch, get off your own dick. Like, you ain't, you, like, it's not about being better than somebody else, man. Why you gotta be out here acting like because your shit is natural that you somehow are better than everybody else? And it's, it's become associated with this, like, uh, new black lifestyle. I like that shit corny to me, man. And, and on top of that is, like, this is what I told... My ex, when she decided she wanted to do it, she asked me, she was like, what do you think if I uh, cut my hair and do this natural shit or whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
And I was like, well, I'll support you with whatever you want to do. But when it comes right down to it, if you got a girl with like long hair or straight hair or anything like that, and she cuts it all off, you've taken a step backwards. Like there are a few women who, and that's not to say that you are now ugly or unattractive, but the point is that you are now, at least in my eyes, I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but you have, you are now less attractive than you were before. Like there's very few women who had long hair, who cut their hair and became more attractive. So like, and man, and when I say that I don't give a fuck about women who will listen to this and getting their feelings about it, I give like I man, I have no fucks for this shit. Like if you cut your hair right, and it's no, it's like the odds of you becoming more attractive with less hair to men are almost slim to none. Like it's not gonna happen, and you can feel so accomplished on how much more black you are than everybody else and you can feel more African and you can feel like oh, I'm so touching my roots I'm better than all these perm bitches but you ain't gonna get no more dick or no more marriage off that shit and that's really all you care about really yep. so like why are you out here taking that loss and then they'll like I've seen chicks who will have like long hair right and will cut it like ball like a fade like a, like a nigga and then we'll be like, oh, I'm so sad that I can't get a man. I'm lonely. Uh, it's cuffing season and I don't have no man. Like, if you you did what you did with your hair for yourself. So be happy with yourself. Don't look for acceptance for other people for what you did for yourself. If, 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 that's what you, if your goal is to get a man and you do something that you know men don't like, don't complain about men not liking you after you do it. And I told I told my ex I was like, it's a long conversation, but I'm just dump it down. But I basically told her was I don't think you should do it, and she wouldn't did it anyway. And was, was that the, was that the final straw? It, <laughs> no, but I mean, I told them to cut your shit. <laughs> I mean, ultimately we're not together no more. But like, and that wasn't the reason. But it was like. If you if I say don't do this and you do it anyway, and then we ain't together no more, you really don't have nobody to blame but yourself. And I don't get why women will make what I deem to be. And I'm only gonna speak for myself because I'm not gonna speak for men as a whole. Although I will speak for men in the sense of like, uh, in general, a man's gonna like you more with hair than they will without hair. Like they're not gonna want a girl with a fade. Like it's not, it's not. We not really looking for that. But like, what it really boils down to is like, if you do that, you gotta be willing to accept the consequences of that. So if you feel better about yourself and you're happy, do you. But don't say like, don't complain about not being able to find a man. Well, you. Consciously made steps to make yourself less attractive to men, and I'm not saying that it's unattractive across the board. Like, you, there are men who like that, and uh, obviously, the way your hair is is not going to be a determinant factor in whether or not you find a man. Like, it's, we we're not out here like that, you know. If you you know your personality can outshine your hairstyle no matter what, but it ain't going to help you. 
<laughs> it's more likely going to hurt you. Well, I I, I think that one of the bigger things is that it's, it's not so much about the hairstyle because, you know, I've seen plenty of women have short hairstyles and they look fine. Yes. But, but did they look better with longer hair than they did before? Because, like, Halle Berry is like the poster child for, like, short hair who's still fine. But, but I think it's just the, the, the element of change. If if your 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 girlfriend you're with now and you met her and she had short hair. I don't know if you would have liked her more or less when she had short hair. But it's 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 not a drastic change. If she had short hair and she just say, I want to grow my hair out long or get extensions or whatever the hell. It's a change from what you dealt with. Right. So if you you know, if you enjoy what the change is, that's fine, but if you were somebody and they totally changed themselves to something, you know, I mean, whether it's hair, you know, or they start doing makeup more or something that's drastic. Right. Like, luckily, thank God that my fiance doesn't wear a lot of makeup because I cannot stand makeup. Makeup is like, ah, I swear to God, I hate it. That's another topic. Actually. I swear to God, I hate it. I I think more so than I hate total makeup. I hate lipstick. Like hmm. I don't I don't think I've ever been with a woman who wore like tons of lipstick because I, I I've never been a fan of it. And I can never be a fan of. It. I think I think you just got to be the person that doesn't do it. I don't think I could ever been a woman that just 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 throws on bright red fucking lipstick and just walks <laughs> around like I mean it's just I can't deal with it. And that's what it, and, and I think I have that right. I just want to be with a chick that has the wear the wear lipstick or makeup. But you can't be with a person that does certain stuff and then you know start hating because at that point you need to not be with that person then and shit. Yeah, my girl wears makeup, but I think she's beautiful when she doesn't have makeup on, so it mm-hmm. doesn't matter to me. But like the, I don't like one. I don't like the arrogance because I don't like if you. I don't like the idea that you're better than everybody else because you decided to go more African or more natural or something that's you feel is more in your roots that doesn't make you better than anybody else I don't like that and then I don't like the idea of a girl going to like bald head type like real low type shit where you got a fade or a bald head or whatever going to that and then complaining about and then also complaining about not being able to find a man or being single or whatever when for the most part, men don't like women who look like men. Like, it's not a good look. Like, it, like if you got a tight lineup and a tight fade, like, that's not something that we're going to find attractive. So you can be out here feeling like you are in touch with your roots and, you know, feeling all natural and like, oh, yeah, this is great. But if that's not what men like, don't complain about not being able to find a man when you do something that men don't like. So if you're going to make that change, yeah, if you're going to make that change, Live with it and deal with be, it. Be prepared to whatever re- reactions or non-reactions. You exactly. Get. So don't be mad that we don't like it when you made that decision for yourself. And if you're mad that we don't like it, that's cool. But don't be mad that we don't like it when you know that we don't like it and you made that change knowing that we don't like it. And then be like, hey, why are these men out here, out here liking all these bitches with fake ass hair and all these perms and shit like that? Well, you knew we liked that. And you, 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 and
Be mad at yourself because you knew that wasn't gonna help you out. You did it anyway. So do what you gotta do. Like do you know if you wanna find a man I'm not gonna say be what men want you to be. That's that's not what I'm gonna say. But like don't be who you wanna be, but know that, you know, if that person you, you want doesn't like who you are or how you appear. I mean just how it is. Yeah. Don't act like we gonna be out here just like, oh yeah, that's cool, you know, whatever. I mean, you don't look as good, but I mean, we still fuck with you because you, you mad loyal to Africa. Uh, no, <laughs> who cares? We ain't out here about be loyal that. to Africa if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, do you? You know, live your life, be happy about it. You know, cool, whatever. But don't blame us for what you did. You know. Yeah, somebody for everybody. So if I like you with a fade. I'm definitely not gonna be listening to this podcast when I put it up. Duh. I'm not gonna wanna hear this. I'm just gonna post it and just let whatever happens happen. Nope, I'll be tuning in next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all so, y'all natural hair bros can send all y'all shit my way. I don't care, man. I'll I'll, I'll be straight. So yeah, y'all have any natural hair questions? Send them, send them to one of your other natural hair bitches. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear it. <laughs> oh, my God. I so want to hear I mean, yeah. I see chicks who who was, like, bad. Like, they were, like, they were pretty fine, like, beforehand. And then they cut their hair. It's, like, mad nappy. And, like, like you said, sometimes it'd be blonde or blue or some other different shit. And you're like, oh, I'm so happy that, like, my... My hair is natural now, and I, I don't have to, you know, I can just, they, they talk about the, the work that they don't have to put in. That's, yeah, that's another point I want to touch, in, touch on. I mean, shit. That's another point I want to talk about. I want to touch on, talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another thing about women I want to touch on. No, uh, <laughs> that's another thing I want to talk about. Her is how ass head. <laughs> it's how they'll talk about, like, oh, it's so much easier. They'll be like, it's so much easier for me. If I if I have short hair, it's like easier to watch, easier to maintain, blah, blah blah blah. But then we'll complain about not being able to find a man. It's like, well, you made that change for yourself, and that's what you want to do. So if that's what you want to do, you got to live with that. Don't make that change for your comfort, knowing that that's not what a man wants to see, and then complain about not being able to find a man. Like, don't don't do what we don't want. You know. If you want us, don't do what we don't want. You know. So do you think that? Do you, <laughs> and this would be funny. Hopefully, we'll hear by the next week. Do you think short hair is a correlation with women not having having a mate? <laughs> Dead ass air. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I don't think it's a correlation, but I think it's a factor. Because what it really boils down to is like having a sh- having short short hair or like short slash nappy hair or like just like low cut shit where you basically you look like a dude like hairstyle wise is not what a man who's straight is gonna want to see right or he's gonna want to be with. So I don't necessarily say like if you got short hair you ain't gonna get a man. That's not the case. But if you if 
if if that's important to you, like if that's something that where you really are out here, like I want a man, this is what I want, then you need to play your cards right. You need to do what you think is gonna get you a man. And I personally, I'm not a fan of that. Like if you, I think you should be you regardless. I don't think anything you you do should be a play to get a man or a woman. But right. if that's what you want. Don't do something that you know your man ain't, or a man ain't going to want. And then look at us silly like, why I can't find a man? Well, because you made yourself less attractive than men. That's why you can't get a man. Like, so, I think it's a correlation, but I think it's a, a, a really bad way to uh, endear yourself to men if, if that's what you want. So, yeah. I'm curious to see any response we get from that. Mm. I would imagine not good responses, um, but my reason for talking about it is that, like, I just see a lot of a lot of women who will like cut all their hair off out of convenience for for themselves, and then will complain about not getting a man or not being able to find one, and that's not. If you want to make things convenient for yourself, cool. That's good. But if you know that's not what we like and you do it anyway, then you got to deal with the consequences. And so I, I kind of just want to hit women to the fact that we generally as men, we don't really see it for that. We like hair. We just do. And it doesn't even have to be perm. We just like hair, so if you got it, keep it. It could be kinky. Don't cut it off. It, yeah, it, it can be, be kinky. It don't, have, it don't have to be super long either. Right? Yeah, it, it it doesn't. But like we like men in general like hair. So if you cut all your hair off, don't make a funny face when you can't get a man. Like you did that for your convenience, cool. But if your convenience is less important than finding a man, then don't do that. If your convenience is more important than finding a man, then do it. Live your life, be happy with your convenience, and be cool. But don't complain about men not wanting you no more. Because, I mean, if men wanting you was a concern, then you wouldn't look like a dude. So, <laughs> bottom line. So happy I'm not in that dating field no more. Jesus Christ, I'm so happy. If I was single, I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Not at all. I'm happy. <laughs> women's opinions. Women. A woman's opinion of me is irrelevant, so... It doesn't really matter to me to say it. So, uh, this might be a good time to end it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in for episode 20 of the Women Don't Podcast. Uh, we, we don't expect to see y'all women yeah. for the episode 21. Yeah, uh, <laughs> feel free to uh, email us at uh, whatupdopodcast at gmail.com or whatupdopodcast uh, Twitter page or our Facebook page. And uh, I may respond to you if you don't come at me wild. We look forward to hearing from you. Otherwise, I don't, I don't look forward to hearing from you. Well, in general, we look forward to hearing from you. And uh, yeah, if not, that's cool too. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, Girl hair, bitches. Yeah, peace out. Girl hair, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>